Are you making these top seven financial mistakes and you don't even know it, girl? Yeah. I mean, guys, listen, today we're going to tell you seven mistakes women commonly make when it comes to budgeting and their finances. Yeah. And also you're going to want to stick around because we're going to tell you how to avoid making the same mistakes. Mm -hmm. We're going to give you steps to solve these problems or these mistakes if you are making them. So hopefully this is going to be jam-packed of goodies to help you on your financial journey. Do you make good money but have nothing to show for it? Are you tired of living paycheck to paycheck? Do you have big dreams for your financial future? Do you want to get debt free but you don't want to live on beans and rice? Or you don't want to give up those pumpkin spice lattes? Hey, it's okay if you don't already know how to budget or if you're using credit cards to get through the month. Hey, it's okay if you want to seem like you have your finances all together or you're not on the same page with your spouse when it comes to finances. We know what you're doing probably isn't working, but guess what? You're in the right place. We're Shayna and Vanessa. We're best friends, business partners, and master financial coaches trained by Dave Ramsey. We've been in business since 2019, helping hundreds of amazing people like you create budgets, get out of debt, stop living paycheck to paycheck, and know exactly what to do with their money. In this podcast, we'll share with you everything we know plus everything we're working on with our clients so that you have the best chance at reaching your financial goals. We want to help you take the guesswork out of your budget, improve your marriages, and even bring your kids in on the conversation. We can help you no matter where you're at, whether you're the single mom who's never had $500 in her savings account or the millionaire who's paid off four real estate mortgages. And we're not going to shy away from the tough love. We'll tell you what you need to hear and encourage you at the same time. This is the Ideal Balance Podcast. All right. If you haven't already, you need to pick up our budget template. It's a new awesome system that we have put together. It's got everything for you. The budgets, the asset tracker, the debt tracker. It even has a debt-free budget template in there for you and retirement calculators. Yes. So it's so easy to use. It's very Mm -hmm. pretty. It's got everything you need. It's a full, complete system Mm -hmm. that you need to get all of your finances together. It's not just one budget. That's right. not what we're talking about here, y'all. We're talking about all the monthly budgets. Like she said, we're, t- we're going to help you with get out of debt. We're going to help you see what your net worth is. Like yeah. all of the things that make a full you a fully savvy, amazing financial person. We definitely went above and beyond here. So if you want that, go to mydobalance.com forward slash budget template. Okay, so we're going to get into it. We're Like we said, we're going through seven different mm-hmm. mistakes that women make when it comes to budgeting and finances. And so we're just going to start with number one, which is by far probably the most popular, which is just ignoring uh, the budget or ignoring doing a budget altogether. Yeah. So people are normally putting their head in the sand here. They're too afraid to look at the numbers. Yeah. And we're here to tell you that that is not how you win with yeah. your money. <laughs> yeah. And so you'll see people just avoiding it either – subconsciously or sometimes just deliberately. Like, I know I don't want to. I know I it's bad. I don't yeah. want to look at it. And then you have people that are just like, they're just rushing, rushed through life because mm-hmm. life is happening so fast and to them that they haven't actually set aside time to look at it. So they're just ignoring this big old monster in the closet over there called your budget. Yeah. And and what we want to do is take it out and see it's a cute, cuddly little thing. It's not that bad. And it's, it's that pretty. Scary. And our te- if you use our template, it's very pretty too. Yeah, so it's make it it's, better. You want to look at it. So yeah. you think of like, this is actually making... Or you think, right? So you think by looking at it that it's it may be worse than it really is, yeah. right? A lot of times people, they have wrecking balls in their head. They have this idea of how bad it really is. And when we go to actually put your budget together, we're like, that's not that bad. This is totally doable. I can We can find wiggle room. We can see the path forward. Yeah. And you can do the same if you just look at it. But it's worse in your head than it is going to be on paper. For sure. Yeah. And how many times have we done a budget and we're like, you have $400 left over to put towards debt? 
And they're thinking, how? Yeah. <laughs> but it's just math, but you just never done the math before. And the truth is, it's not going to get better because you don't put it on paper. <laughs> like, it's it, <laughs> that's even, not going to happen. Even if it is worse, as bad as you really think, keeping it up here in your head instead of putting it on paper and figuring it out is right. not going to fix that either. So, either way, right. you need to do it because the not knowing, I think, I think the anxiety and the not knowing yeah. and, and just kind of the avoidance. I think that is feels worse. I think that's actually scarier. scarier. Yeah, yeah, for sure. And, and here's the other thing is you don't know how much you're actually spending. So, right? So you don't know because you've not looked at it. Mm-hmm. So you need to be aware. Yeah, absolutely. So a lot of times when we have – you you may have heard us say before to do a 90-day review mm-hmm. of your spending. So you just print everything out from the last 90 days and you can go through and see what you're doing. A lot of times people are super shocked. Yep. They're just – their jaw is dropped. They're like, I can't believe this is what I'm spending on eating out or or Amazon or whatever it is. And, and so we know that, that what that tells us is that you don't even really know right. what you're spending. You're not so tracking it. That's why you need to stop ignoring it. You need to know what you're spending. Yeah, for sure. So how do you fix this? We have a one-page budget template for you that is downloadable. You can find it in the show notes. But that's what you need. You just need one page that mm-hmm. you can put everything on and you mm-hmm. can look at it so it's not scary at all. Yeah. And the, the thing is, just be okay with being a beginner, right? We There's this concept out there like B minus work uh, where – you just, you don't have to get an A plus. You can yeah. just get it, get slide through. This is not mm-hmm. for your GPA. You're going to be okay. But also it's just a first draft. Just get something like, yeah. don't let your mind, your brain talk you out of doing it. Just get something down. Even if it's not complete, even if you forgot half of the things, at least you can start. And starting is usually the hardest part. Right. Then you like, once you get something down, then you're going to be able to go back and tweak it and make it better, but just get started. Yeah. We have a lot of people that ask us, do I have to, do I have to look at every single, or do I have to track every single one of my purchases throughout the month? And, and we like to say, well, no, you just need to track your categories of purchases, right? So mm-hmm. if you're just tracking the amount of gas that you're going to spend, the amount of groceries, mm-hmm. the amount of going out to eat, not just every single, that would stress me out. I'm mm-hmm. not tracking no. individually every single purchase, just the, like I said, the categories of it. And that's just going to be way easier. Yeah. And honestly, our system is what helps you yes. to do that. But yeah. but you can listen to the, you know, a million podcasts about that. Right now, we're just telling you about the mistakes that people made. Um, and, and how to fix this one is to just get a one-page budget done. Mm-hmm. And like we said, we have one in the show notes that you can use to, just to get started. Just get have it be a first draft. Yep. And then the bonus points is to do that 90 days review. So go yep. through, print out the 90 days of your bank statements and see what's actually been happening. That way, for the next tip, it's going to be important. You'll be able to know what you are spending so that you can start to determine what you want to be spending. Right. right? Yeah. So that leads into... The mistake number two that women are making is that you're not budgeting enough, right? So you're not, you're thinking that what you have or what you may put on paper is going to cover the month, but it's really not. Yep. And actually it's such a good point. In the last two weeks I've gone, we've gone back and up to up to two different, I've gone back for two of my clients to up their, their spending budget because they were trying to set it lower and they just end up spending more. And I'm like, okay, I would rather (laughs) set it higher. And then we know that you have enough and that you can still do these other things that we've talked about in your budget than to pretend like this is still, this is going to keep working. Even if you think it's going to work, it's not. So let's just update it. And then, and then we'll feel better. And then you don't have to feel bad. Right. I mean, if we just go ahead and put the number in. So some of the categories that you may not be budgeting enough for are restaurants, your children that you love so much that Mm -hmm. cost so much, (laughs) your groceries. And like Shana said, your pocket money. Yeah. And so you might just be trying to be conservative, but it's not realistic, Mm -hmm. right? It's not realistic that you're not going to go do this or you're not going to spend this on, let me tell you about the grocery bill, what's realistic (laughs) or not. Like, let's just be honest about that. Yeah. So trying to be 
pretend like you're frugal, but then it, it's not in reality. Like, let's just, let's ma- match the yeah, two. Yeah, they're not matching. Yeah. <laughs> it's not, there's not a nice puzzle piece there. Yeah. So, so and then another, another thing that you might be doing is you're trying to do that scorched earth method that how many calls have you, did you talk about that this week? That was the topic of conversation this week with all of, even my free client calls and my, my, my clients that I have. It's the, we have tried to do the scorch earth. And that's the thing is you're not budgeting enough because you want to do the scorch earth or you think that's the only way that you can make that happen, but it's not true. And what you're doing is obviously not working. And a lot of my clients said we either, and we feel guilty. That's what the husband said. He's like, we've tried the scorch earth mentality. And then we just do the complete opposite because, and we feel guilty that we can't do that. And like, you don't, you can do both. You can maybe go out to dinner and also pay off debt. Yeah. <laughs> so it's not an all or nothing. Yeah. And, and, and we're going to get into, but a lot of those emotions that you're tying to not to, to feeling guilty because you didn't, so you set this really high expectation right. on yourself and then you, Oh, I can't believe I couldn't do it. Well, yeah. no, Shocking. don't. Yeah. So let's not do that. <laughs> let's change the expectation, yeah. be more realistic, and then you'll be able to actually make progress and live a life a little bit too. So, okay. So, but why are people not budgeting enough? Well, one thing that happens is you think you have enough money, but you don't. So yeah. you think if you're not on a budget, especially, then you think, well, look at all this money in the account. Mm-hmm. There's so much money. I obviously have enough money, but you don't actually have enough money right. to cover expenses and your spending, right? Or your yeah. bills and your spending. Right. So you, what you when you have everything combined and we talk about separating your bills from your spending, right? Yeah. You see all this money in the account and you're spending it yeah. on, you're overspending it on things and then you don't actually have enough allocated for essential stuff like the groceries, the bills, the transportation, things that you find. And then, and then you find yourself struggling, right? To cover bills. Yeah. And I think another reason why you're not budgeting enough is you just haven't really, like maybe you haven't done that 90 day review thing. Mm-hmm. You don't know, like, oh, actually it is costing me almost double to feed my family now. Mm-hmm. I, Whoops. I, once I actually look at it, it's much more expensive than I thought. I thought I was using the budget from two years ago. <laughs> That's not going to work anymore. Yeah. So you might just not be really thinking through the amount. Like if you think about how many times you actually go out to eat each week and instead of saying, oh, we're just going to have a hundred dollar budget. And then you think, well, we definitely every week go out once as a family, then you're, you're not, you're, so you're not, you're not uh, allocating the right amounts because you're just not thinking it through all the way. Yeah. You're not being realistic. Yeah. We had, I had a client one time that was like, oh, we only spend about $200 a month on on out to eat. And I'm like, okay. And it was a brand new budget. So I had no idea. And so then when we finished that month, because the first month is the hardest because you're usually still in those habits of what you're normally used to doing until you transition. I think they ended up normally spending like $400. So it's just, you have to be more realistic so you can budget the right amount. But another reason why you're not, you're not budgeting enough is because you feel deprived or you feel restricted. And so then it leads into overspending, Mm -hmm. like these impulse spending, because like we said, it's, you think it's only supposed to be scorched earth and then you go completely opposite and you buy all the things because you're mad that you didn't follow the budget. Like, or you you don't have any, throw your hands up. Yeah. It's like, it's not going to work anyways. I suck or whatever. Yeah. We've Um, heard from clients. Like I work too, I work so hard and I don't have anything, any money to, I can't do anything or whatever. And so it's all, it's a lot of mental stuff going on there, but, um, but how you can solve this particular mistake is before you set a budget, you have to actually know what you're spending, right? So you, if you, if you just say, oh, we don't only spend a hundred dollars on this. Well, no, let's go back and see what you <laughs> actually spend monthly on this one item, which is what the 90 day review yeah. is going to do. And then you can see how much you're spending. And that is when you can start to set the correct budget. That, that is a nice mix between yeah. some other goals that you have to pay off debt or save money or whatever. 
and not restricting yourself so much that you don't get to live life. Yeah. So you can be realistic. You can hit your goals. Like Shana said, you're not restricting yourself. So you can have a little pocket money. You can pay off some debt. And then the other thing here is to have regular budget and have a regular budget meeting here. And then you're also going to adjust as you need. So go back and say, okay, this is what we planned for this month. Yeah. This is what actually happened. And now yep. I want to tweak for the upcoming month. Yeah. And, and there's so many different things that you're going to have to review and adjust your gas budget because somebody changed job locations or yeah. your insurance budget because your teenager started driving or whatever. There's so many or different. And now a kid's in sport that, and they weren't in sports last season or whatever. So you're going to have to keep spend, adjusting the mm -hmm. spending and, and, and your budget. So just accept that that's going to happen. Even though you're being a good person, even though you're doing everything right, it's still going to have to get changed. You're still going to sure. have to adjust it. So it's okay. Well, and that's why there's 12 months and there's 12 budgets because you need, and it's not, I'll set it and forget it situation. Yeah. You need to redo it every single month. All right. We're going to move on to mistake number three, which is impulse shopping. Listen, we're, I'm speaking from experience on here. I understand that it's very, they know how to get you to impulse shop. Let me just put it that way, right? So <laughs> they're smarter than us in I'm, that category. <laughs> yeah. The, the, the way that you can completely avoid this is to just not get on your phone and not leave your house. And then you don't have to worry about it. But permit. <laughs> as a human, it's obviously impulse shopping is when you buy things on the spot without thinking about it mm -hmm. too much. You're not thinking about, is it going to affect my budget or anything? Or do I have the money? You're just like, I want this. Yeah. And there's so many different reasons that that can happen. But really what we want to do is get away from that mm -hmm. and, and have things be in the budget. Yeah, because yeah. you're making quick decisions to purchase stuff without a plan, right? Yeah. right? Like that's not – we do not want to do that. We want to have a plan and make sure we're uh, making educated decisions before we buy anything. Yeah, and this impulse buying is also the kind of, – that like how if it's an impulse buy is if you were on Facebook and you bought something from, from the Facebook Immediately. App, then that, that's not correct and that was an impulse buy, Right. And so why, why do we not want to impulse buy? Shouldn't we just have the freedom to spend? I'm so rich. I make so much money. I could just spend whatever and buy whatever I want. Nope. Well, no, actually it messes up your budget. So we, we are obviously going to teach you that you have a spent personal spending budget and you can totally yeah. spend that however you want. But if you go outside of that and you most likely will, if your impulse, especially as a habit, yeah. then it, your whole, the rest of your budget now has to be changed and adjusted For because sure. you messed it up. Yeah. And that new purse that you want or whatever it is that's, that's bright and shiny that on Facebook or Twitter or not Twitter, um, TikTok, right. That you see you're putting that above a vacation, right? So you may be saving for or you had goals to save for something bigger in the next mm -hmm. couple of months. But by you making those small purchases all yeah. the time, you're eating away all of that money that you were supposed to be yeah. putting towards that amazing goal. And so now you can't do that. Yeah. And, and then there's this like bad cycle here. So you impulse spend, which messes up your budget, which makes you feel sad so that you impulse some more or so you go out better. to eat. Yeah. And so you feel bad that you were. So, but how do you avoid this? Mm -hmm. That's the question. And here I have my own personal strategy, which is add it to the cart. But don't buy it. And hit save later. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I saw something on Facebook, which is why I need to get off. I think we were again. together oh, when we yeah. saw that. And it was how much your their yeah, save later. Like my save later account is now up to like two million. Two million. <laughs> I was like, that's me. I wanted to go look and see what my save later is. And I, I, I like it. It's a nice list of things yeah. that I might want to buy someday. But that's just the easiest hack is just you can add it to cart so that you don't lose it in your brain yeah. or that it might be something you want. But don't buy it right. until you sleep on it for 24 hours minimum. Well, also, another thing is if I add it to my cart and I save to later, usually, guys, it goes on sale. I don't know if it's like a strategy of theirs because you've not bought it yet. So they're trying to entice you to get it. But I can they usually yeah. get it at a lower price if I add it to cart and like wait just a little bit. So. Yeah. So, but you want to, you want to definitely at least wait 24 hours yep. um, and then see if you still want it in 24 hours. Yep. See if it's still something that you want or need or whatever. But then the other thing that you can consider is, 
can I wait till next month for this? Mm-hmm. Like, if, if it's actually something, because it may not necessarily be just some shiny purse. It may be something for the house that you've been needing or whatever. And then you can say, well, maybe I can budget for this and, and put it in the budget on purpose because now that I've discovered this perfect solution for my bathroom organization or whatever, then I can put it in the budget on purpose possibly, right? And that is delayed gratification. Yeah. And that is also okay. That's adulting. Oh, like, it that's feels what we, good though. It, it feels good. It really does. Yeah. And then once you get it and you've really thought about it, then it's going to be the perfect mm-hmm. thing. Like that's, that's the good cycle of emotions that we're after. Yeah, for sure. And the other question that you can ask yourself is, what am I giving up in my budget to buy this? Like Vanessa said, did we were we supposed to save four hundred dollars for vacation next summer right. or whatever? And now I can only do three fifty or three hundred because I or zero or zero. <laughs> Let's see how bad it is, right? So think, ask that question yeah. when you're gonna. What am I? What am I sacrificing? What am I giving mm-hmm. up? What do I not want? Opportunity do, Does Tommy too. not get to go to soccer because you wanted the new? thing I guess the new shiny thing well here's the thing too is I had a client and she told me I used to love TikTok because it was all funny videos and Mm. she said now it's all buying stuff they're all a video to buy something and she said I actually she said she deleted it from her phone and I'm like good for you I don't even have it but I'm sad that it transitioned to that I guess platform now I think that's I think that's all of their plan is how we can make money Mm. so mistake number four is avoiding financial discussions you have no idea how many times we have I just spoke to a lady and she said that we don't even talk about it. We don't, our finances are not together because if they are, we would be divorced. And it's just, you don't want that. You mm-hmm. want to be able to talk about it and discuss it and know that both of you are all in together yeah, forever. I absolutely agree with that. And you may not like to talk about it, period. Yeah. You may not like to talk about it with your spouse. Those are two different things. And there's so many different things, but this is just completely avoiding those discussions on purpose. And yeah. and then another problem with avoiding these financial discussions is you might it might be all on your shoulders or on the other hand it might be all on their shoulders so we don't need to talk about it because they're completely doing the budget or i'm completely doing the budget and they're just telling me what to do yeah and so either way any any one of those situations you're just avoiding (laughs) it they're all bad yes (laughs) all wrong all incorrect all mistakes we're gonna take that away why well i love the way that one of our clients and i think she still listens to the podcast put it she said there's some marital discord. Oh, and it was a very professional way to say that. It was like, yes, discord. That's the way we all want to call it. But I, I mean, we've had client after client yeah. that they've come and there's that, that is like, if there is any uneasiness in their marriage, it's that, that's the number one, or it's out of many, it's the highest, right? The tension. Is, is that tension that mm-hmm. comes from, um, and then so I, I had another client one time call it conversations we've been having financial conversations and and he was like winking saying it was actually arguments like they were Mm -hmm. just really constantly arguing about it and so avoiding it is not helping you it's leading to some underlying tension or not underlying tension in your marriage or it's going to lead to fights anyway well and it's leading to built-up frustration and i had uh, a lady that i spoke to and she said that her daughter is actually like mommy daddy don't fight don't don't yell, stop, stop. And she said it was breaking her heart mm. because, and it literally all they were fighting was about, it was all about yeah, finances. Yeah. And so she said, we want to find a way to not do that anymore. And I like, that gives me the chill bumps when I think about that, because we don't want that for you. We want you to be able to discuss all of this together and be open and honest and transparent, but we understand that it's hard. It's a taboo conversation, but when you're married, you ha- it has to be a priority for sure. Yeah. And, and I was just going to say that they, usually there's something that they're hiding, right? They're hiding behind. Yeah, I think uh, a lot of times the reason that we might want to avoid a conversation is somebody's hiding something. Mm -hmm. And it might not even be like 
it may not be super big, but sometimes it is. Sometimes it's, yeah. I don't want to talk about the enormous credit card debt that I've racked up or whatever. And who we're going to say, like, at some point, it's going to have to come out. You're going to have to talk about it. And you might as well just rip the Band-Aid and get it done. Right. And then you can start working on it together. Because it's, it is, is it worse to have it and then not tell somebody or not talk about it? Or is it worse to admit that you made a mistake and start working on it together? Like, and start healing. Right. And start healing. You're just yeah. delaying the healing. Right. So you don't want to do that. Now, on the other side... Though what we talked about is if you're not talking about it, not necessarily because of that, it's it, it's just because you're the only one doing it. That is, or they're the only one. That's so much pressure mm-hmm. on one person to be completely responsible for all the financial decisions in the house. That's not correct. That's not right. No. So know this. If you're the one that is not dealing with the finances and the other one does it, take a minute to realize how much stress and pressure that they're under. Okay. And that is a lot for them to deal with on their own. And if you're the one, like we hear you, we get it. And we don't want you to be that, have that response or feel like it's all your responsibility. Mm -hmm. So try to share that with each other. And so that way you have somebody to talk about and bounce off the bounce these ideas off of with. Yeah. And I think doing, going on this journey together, like whatever your financial goals, working on them together can be one of the best things for your marriage. But on the flip side, not doing it together, being on having opposite yeah. goals, opposite plans, being on different pages, that's one of the worst things you it's can like do. Like the for quickest marriage. way to to end. Yeah. Uh, honestly, it's what is it, the second leading cause of divorce? Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah. yeah. So how? How do you avoid how do you fix this mistake of avoiding the conversation? Schedule a budget date night. This is important. We we talk to you about we're not just gonna randomly talk about money. We're not gonna talk about money as we're coming and going yeah, or and in passing. front of the kids or whatever. But we're gonna on purpose schedule time. Everybody can wrap their brain. Okay, this yeah. is when we're talking about money. I don't I can get prepare myself mentally yeah. and emotionally to talk about it. And it's one time and we're doing it together and, and it's a really good job. And you can have this, you can make it as fun as you want, like bring the beer, bring the bourbon, like bring, you know, we, we've said beer and budgets and whatever, just bring the snacks, have fun with it. We had a client one time who said her husband wouldn't do the budget meeting unless she was naked. Mm -hmm. Like, so there's that, like, just make it it fun just enjoy it. And, and it's a fun way to come together and be on the same page. Yeah. And in the show notes, we'll have links. So what we also like to say is have a dream date night. So it's not just talking about the bills and how much everything's costing and why we have no money. That sounds really not fun. I don't want to go to that date night. But what we have is a list of questions to start daydreaming dreaming. and like, yeah. yeah, dreaming about what could be possible about, about the cool things that you can accomplish financially in the future, whether it's travel or, or yeah. a new house or whatever it is that you guys are excited about. Like you, the, the dream date night is what we call it. You can get the link to get those in the show notes. And they're so, fun little cards yeah, fun. to print out and do. All right. So mistake number five that women are are doing wrong <laughs> for their finances is using debt, okay? Yeah. So you're using credit cards instead of budgeting and paying for things with cash. Yeah, so, th- and that's the thing. Like, if you are using a credit card, it means you either don't know if you have the cash mm-hmm. or you don't have the cash. <laughs> like, those are usually the reasons that you're using credit cards, and that's not correct. We don't want to do that. Right, and you can say what you want about credit cards. There's also this thing, this new lovely program that have come out a couple of years ago like a line and afterpay and sizzle. There's so many other mm-hmm. ones that pay later, right? Pay it later. That is still debt. That is the company fronting the bill for you and mm-hmm. you're paying them back. That is still considered debt. So it may not be a quote unquote credit card for you, but that's still going into debt. Yeah. And this is a mistake. 
using any yeah. form of that because you're robbing from your future self. Mm-hmm. So we talked about in a previous point about like your, your goal of going on vacation or whatever. But when you're making your future self pay for something that you did today, that's not fair. That person in the future is working really hard and should be able to keep their money that they earned to put towards their goals. Okay. So you're just putting the, the, what is it? Passing the buck or kicking the can down the road mm-hmm. to the future version of yourself. That's not fair to that per- to that woman. So don't do that. And the other thing is, like we just said, if you actually, the reason that this is a mistake is if you cannot actually pay for it in cash, if you cannot put all the $20 bills together, however many of them are to pay for it, that means you can't afford it. That's right. what that means. Yeah, for sure. And guys, listen, debt is not a financial plan. Okay. It's not a way to just use your money. It's, yeah. it's, it clutters up your life. It clutters up your budgets and your bank account. The less you have of debt, the more of your own money that you have and the more margin you have in your month. Basically. Yeah. I, I, a budget is a plan. Using right. a credit card is not a plan. That is the complete opposite of a plan. It <laughs> means I don't have a plan. Therefore, I'm using my credit card. Right. The budget is the plan. That's what you want to do. And, and we talked recently on a podcast about how they had like 11 different debts. And when they got rid of eight of them, like their, their bank accounts were just like less cluttered with so many transactions. Less bills, yeah. Yeah. And so we want to declutter your life. It's going to be better without debt. For sure. So yeah. how do they do that, Vanessa? With a budget. <laughs> yeah. Another thing, guys, is again, if you can't afford something, then you're not going to buy it. So mm-hmm. only buy the things that you can afford that are in your budget that you have budgeted for, you have yep. a line item for them. And again, yes, you may have to wait a month or two to buy something because yeah. you may have to save up for it, but that is also still okay. Yeah, it is okay. Like, that's what we want to say. Like, it doesn't mean that you can't get the things that you're planning for. It just means that we have to get in a pattern and habit of expecting what we want and and saving up for it on purpose, right? And so when we're talking about the savings buckets, that's what this is for. Like, if we need to get new patio furniture or whatever it is that you might be willing to put on a credit card that you can't actually afford, then let's start to save for it Mm -hmm. now because we know that that's what we want. Yeah. I just told a client the other day in her recap, I said, praise God, but for the past however many years, you've never literally had to look at your expenses. You've just been able to spend freely and they've never had a budget. And I said, now you're in a financial situation. You have to get on a budget. You have to know it's not, I'm going to spend $50 every, every week for my child's personal training classes or whatever. No, you have to put that in. They only get four a month or they only get two or however many you can do that. It's not unlimited. So if this is the first time you've ever done this, it's okay to say, here's our limits, here's our boundaries. And this Mm -hmm. is what we're going to stick to. Absolutely. All right. The sixth mistake that women make when it comes to money and budgeting is allowing shame to mm-hmm. get in the way. We have uh, a lot of a lot of people are, are allowing the shame to keep them from either taking action or just they're just down on themselves about the, that they should know how to budget. Well, should you? Like, who taught you? Why? <laughs> why should nobody told you how? So yeah. it's, it doesn't make sense. And then you get in the cycle of shame and. And feeling bad about yourself and that it doesn't, it doesn't inspire you to take action. Let's put it that way. No, a lot of people, like Shana said, they think like, well, I'm not smart enough. I should know. Yeah. I should like all of these. And no, the reality is, is like Shana said, you have not actually been taught yeah. how to do this. No one's taught you. Like there's not a merit, a class usually when you get married. It's like, here, this is now how you combine finances. This yeah. is how you do everything as a, together as one. Sometimes people just leave everything separate and they're wondering why is a hot mess because yeah. they, they've never been able to combine it together. Yeah. I have a couple, he makes three times as much as she does, but yet they're still kind of expected to pay for the exact same things, split it down the middle. I'm like, that's unrealistic. And so when we finally realize, like she got it, like, oh yeah, why am I, why? I'm like, you can't, you ought like physically, you cannot do that. Mm-hmm. And so when you combine things, it just makes more sense when you're, yeah. when you're married like that. Yeah. And I think part of this shame, I, one thing I've heard a lot of women say is, I'm bad with money. 
And I am like, Are first you? of all, don't say that. Yeah. That that's not serving you to say those words, speak those yeah. words over yourself. But actually, I remember specifically telling this one client, I was like, Are you though? Because you have like zero dollars and you're mm. making you're not using debt and you're making it work. Yeah. I know you're not happy about it, but you're making it work, which tells me you're good with money. You just wish you just need some more money to be able <laughs> to manage. And that's what we're gonna work on and getting you out of debt. You yeah. Know? So it doesn't just none of that is serving you. Whether you like just let it go. Yeah. And just choose to think different thoughts because it's not worth it. And specifically because those bad thoughts, those self-doubt, all of that is gonna keep you from taking action, right. which is not again, serving you and just stuck in, yeah. stuck in that cycle. And then another thing that people do is overthink it. Yeah. You're overthinking it because you don't know what to do and you don't know how to do it. So then you don't do anything at all. It's like analysis paralysis. Yeah. So, so. how do we fix that? Oh, it's okay. We talked about the B minus work. Just we're all okay with B minus work, guys. Yeah. It's fine. You don't have to get an A plus every time, y'all. It's but okay. Why not? Because it's okay. We're, I know. What, some something is better or some, done is better than yes. perfect. And so mistakes, just acknowledge even when 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 we started, when we start with our clients, mistakes are going to happen. It takes time to get mm-hmm. the budget right anyway, so it doesn't matter. Like just just accept that it's part of the failure is part of the process to uh, success, right? right? So you're going to be fine. You're going to yeah. get there. You just have to start. Yeah, and one of the things that we like to tell our clients is that you just have to take action, and even the small steps count. Like they all count. They all work towards something. Mm-hmm. Even if this month, like the first month you start, you're not paying any extra on debt. If that's yeah. your goal, you're just figuring it out. You're right. just trying to figure out what is going on and being more aware. That's okay. Yeah. And one thing that we uh, hear so much is we have successful women, whatever it is in their career or their motherhood or their life, their faith, whatever it is, they're very successful. Mm-hmm. And and they don't understand why they're not already good at this or why they're, that's again, they're Because shaming, they're naturally overachievers, right? They're, they're <laughs> shaming themselves about this. And it's yeah. like, just realize everyone is like that. We all have some superpowers and we're good at some stuff. And some stuff, we just have to accept that we need to, some things we're going to have to learn and grow in. Like some areas we're just going to have to accept that doesn't come naturally. I'm going to go learn. I'm going to go get better on purpose. And that's right. okay. Yeah. And that's funny because it brings us to mistake number seven. Yes, it really does. And it, that is not getting help sooner. Like yeah. so many people wait to the like breaking point to seek help mm-hmm. and figure this out with someone else because it's really nice sometimes to have a fresh set of eyes to look at stuff. Yeah. Um, but they wait too long. Yeah. And you wait too long to ask for help and you... Uh, wait too long to get the knowledge yep. because you've been like expecting yourself to already have it. So I'll, like, like what? someday I'll get yeah. there. I'll get I, there. I already have it. So I'm not going to go get help. Well, that's just silly. And that's a loop that you're never going to no. get out of. So here's the, here's the thing. If you did get, get help, right. Let's mm-hmm. imagine if you, if you don't get help, think about if you're doing what you're doing 10 years from now, where you're going to be. Right. I'll answer that. Okay. Same place or worse. <laughs> broke. Yeah. Broke or worse. Yeah, yeah absolutely. And the, the other thing to get help is, that you currently might be in a situation where you're missing opportunities mm-hmm. to to get ahead financially, to do certain things with your money that you need to start now, right? Mm-hmm. You need to. For example, I have a client who, I, I said this on a previous podcast, but for the first time she is paying cash for this $2,000 Christmas vacation. Had she not got financial help, had she not said, I am yeah. all in and committed to six months of financial coaching, she would have not seen that. And so what? We're not paying off debt this month. She is putting $700 aside for that specific thing that she's never been able to do before. That is still a win. Yeah, absolutely. And if you don't get help, and, and the consequence of not getting help sooner is your the whole situation can just continue to compound and get worse, yeah. right? Just, I mean, not even just the, the interest on your debt is yeah. going to obviously get worse, but you can just start to feel worse about yourself and start making even yeah. more poor decisions. And then maybe you start to default or whatever, or you have to take a job that you don't like. Mm-hmm. Like there's just so many things that can can go wrong if you just... 
it, when you could have just gotten help, gotten your finances cleaned up and situated and then be done. Yeah. It. And you're just going to continue to carry around a lot of stress and anxiety. And like we said, it's going to build and it's, you're going to get to a breaking point and we don't want you, we don't want you to get to that because we we've don't. seen that Yeah, and it's not, it's not pretty. It's not cute. <laughs> it's not pretty. No, none of the above. So, okay. So how do we solve this particular mistake? Well, guess what? It turns out that we're financial coaches. What? It's so much brand new information, but here's the deal. We have three different ways that you can work mm -hmm. with us. And we, I, I think they go, they grow, they're like Goldilocks. You just have to figure out which one's right for you, just right. And so the small version is you get our budget template mm -hmm. and it's amazing and it has everything that we talk about and it's all populated and does the math and it's beautiful and it will help you get on a budget and stick to it. Yeah. That's option it's one. It's for our DIYer. Yeah. Right, right. It's for the person that wants to do it themselves. But then there's this person that like, I want to do it myself, but I, I want a little guidance. I want you to look at my numbers and my situation and help me like really set some boundaries and figure out if this is good or right or whatever. And that is the one time coaching session, right? Where yeah. we do a deep dive into your mm -hmm. particular finances. And that includes you get the, our complete budgeting system with that session. Yeah. And so we go through, we set up your whole system. We like, like I said, we'll give you advice. You'll, you'll have questions like, is this the right amount for this? Or is this where I should do that or whatever? So we can go and fix your situation, yeah. give you a plan to get out of debt, get, give you a, a paycheck plan, all of that. And we will walk you through it. Yeah. It's an hour and a half. We'll sit down and we'll, we'll fill in your budget template for you yeah. and show you and make you the whole plan. So yeah. it's going to look really good. And so then there's the next version. <laughs> so it's like, we're, it's just, it's the baby bear all the way up to, pop, to yeah. daddy bear or whatever. And that is six months of coaching. Mm -hmm. And this is Think about this as the best investment in yourself that you're going to make because yeah. it's about you, your mindset, and your money, which is important, right? Because that's what it takes to do stuff is your is your money. So the six-month coaching package is so good because we're not only going to set it up, we're going to walk with you, literally hold your hand as you're implementing the different savings buckets. And you're making you're, these habit changes. Yeah, and you're paying off debt, and then you're changing the budget this month, and we're helping you, and you're having this conversations with your spouse and all of that. We're walking with yeah. you and we're helping you through all of that for six months. And we're going to lovingly call you out and, yeah. and, and we call it tough love, but it is. And, and we ask the hard questions, we hold you accountable. And I think that is what's really helped our clients. Cause usually it all comes together around month four mm -hmm. because it, First month, you're just analyzing. Second month, you're putting it into place. Third month, fourth month, you're really starting to see mm -hmm. everything because um, we have a system, a full system we want you to implement and you can't, that doesn't happen overnight. Yeah. So, and literally by month five, by six, like we're filling out your budget, your retirement budget. We're filling out your debt-free budget. Like we're showing you what is possible for the future. So that way, once the six month is up, you can mm -hmm. take this and you can continue it on. Yep. So those are the ways that you can stop making financial mistakes because yeah. you can just work with us and we'll help you with all of it. And it'll be great. So those um, links will be in the show notes. Yep. All right. So we'll see you next time. If you have been loving this podcast and you're looking for a way to connect further or get more engaged, mm -hmm. we have two ways for you to do that. The first way is our Facebook, our free Facebook community where you can come join other people just like you on the same journey who have questions and are tr just trying to get some, some community mm -hmm. around them in this journey of budgeting, right? Yeah. So you get to ask your questions. We'll have live masterclasses. There'll be some fun tips, questions, and prompts to get you involved and active in that group. And you'll definitely meet other people like you, mm -hmm. and it's going to be really relatable. For yeah. Sure. So you can go to facebook.com slash groups slash financial coaching for women, or you can just <laughs> click the link in the show notes, or you can search financial coaching for women in Facebook and you'll find us. So the second way that we have for you to connect with us that is free is a, is booking a free 30 minute financial coaching call. So this is 30 minutes of us talking about you, your situation, what's stressing you out, what you're anxious about. And we're going to answer your questions. We're going to tell you some ideas based on exactly what's going on in your yeah. life that you can do, you can implement right now. And you'll actually even get a recap 
uh, of everything that we talk about once you come to that call. So you're gonna go to mindobalance.com slash book call to take advantage of that. And this is not a cookie cutter system. We're physically gonna work on and focus on your situation, what is unique to you, and, and target that. And like Shana said, we're gonna give you action items for you to implement today to change that situation. Mm -hmm.